Welcome, everyone. Today is July 20th, 2020. I'm Alex Yam, and I wanted to uh, welcome you to this fourth edition of my podcast. So let's get right into it. We are four months, four and a half months into this global pandemic. You've seen the market go from its lows on the 23rd of March to the highs to the beginning of June, early July. So I guess your question really becomes, what do I do now? I have either a lot of cash on the sideline, I've sold, you know, made a mistake, missed the run, or I'm, I have FOMO, I'm fear of missing out on this rally, so I want to get involved. There's a couple of things that, for you to think about. Uh, one is you never want to chase. So I have some specific rules that I hope that everyone can follow. One is you don't want to chase anything in particular. Um, two is, you know, you don't want to, you want to be able to stomach the twists and turns of the market because there will be. Uh, twists and turns. You know, this is a very virus-centric market or society that we live in. Look, ladies and gentlemen, things are going to change. Let's just be honest. Things are going to change. One is the existence of, just for example, movie theaters. Like, are those? What are those going to look like? People are. You, you hear some people talk, and they say, "Oh, you know, they're gonna. That means you know the drive-in will be back, and people are gonna bring that." Well, there's no space for drive-ins unless you want to go to Nebraska to go watch uh, Mulan that Disney's releasing here in a month, and you want to go to Nebraska where there's all sorts of cornfields out there. No, no, no offense to my Nebraskan readers, but that's a fact. Uh, there's no space on the coast. You can't. There's nowhere to put a drive-through, uh, drive-in, in. Uh, California or any other of the major, major large cities. So that's not going to work. Um, you know, what, what is the theater experience going to look like? Companies that, you know, require or rely on revenue from theaters. So Disney's obviously a prime example of that. Um, their business, although here's the bull case for Disney, or here's the, the reason I do like Disney, I own it. So you know, I want you to take that in consideration. I do own the stock. One is they have a unreplicable model. Like it cannot be replicated, right? Like I can't wake up one day and say, hey, I'm going to go make another Disneyland competitor. I'm going to go, you know, instead of a, instead of Mickey Mouse, I'm going to have Bucky the Badger or something, for example, to that, to that, you know, respect. That's not going to happen and can't happen. So that's why I prefer Disney, say, over like a Netflix, where you know they do have a replicable model. Um, streaming is, you know, now you see all these streaming services. Peacock just announced, you know, just launched and and all that stuff. So that's why, to me, if you were investing, I would pick Disney over Netflix. Even though right now Netflix seems like the hotter stock, but if you paid attention to last week's numbers. The, the market did not like what they said, and they lost a considerable amount of market cap due to the fact that they did not uh, get as many subs as they thought. I think their whisper number was 12 to 15 million. I think they ended up, ended up getting 10. So um, I would not buy that stock at that price. So, and for, and for example, let's just say, you, if you want to say you want to bulletproof your portfolio in terms of against these COVID 
type swings or vaccine centric swings. I'm going to give you a perfect name. Um, I've, I own the stock. I love the company it is Starbucks coffee. Um, obviously they've had, you know, had a major issues from due to COVID their stores closing. So their numbers in the second quarter were, were awful, but you have to understand 90% of their stores were closed. Actually, all of the stores were closed. Um, so they didn't do a lot of, obviously they weren't selling anything. And, you know, when you don't get, see, the interesting thing is when you go to a pickup model or you can't go into the store or a drive-through type model, that hurts your business in multiple ways. One is you don't have that person walking into your store, ordering a coffee, and they're not able to go buy like those little cups that they sell or whatever little, you know, uh, pastries or whatever it is. So they don't get the add on sale. Now you may think like, Hey, how many people go into Starbucks and they buy coffee and they're like, Oh, Hey, I like this mug. I want to buy it. It's probably more than you think. So that they didn't get that business. Um, and then you have to understand the stores that weren't drive through, which is a 40% of Starbucks vice versa, maybe a little bit more aren't even drive throughs. So they lost a lot of business there. I, if I was Starbucks, I would remodel and demo every single store they have and make every single store drive through. I mean, have you seen your Starbucks drive through one, how busy they are? It doesn't matter what time of day people, it doesn't matter how bad this pandemic gets. Um, people are going to want their caffeine. And I, and that's why I think caffeine is Starbucks in this case, it will do well in the long run. So I think if you, you know, are able to pick it up around this price, I don't know what the close day was 73 ish, 74 ish and change. I definitely uh, would consider it. On the, but on the flip side, I would not buy like a company like Coke um, because think about it. Coke, yeah, it's brand recognition, uh, one of the oldest companies in the world. But a couple of things. One is restaurants are closed, right? So a lot of restaurants are closed. They aren't purchasing syrup or whatever it is, however they, they get it um, from Coke. And so that's going to hurt them. Uh, and you'll see that once the numbers come out later this week. So I would not purchase like a Coke. But on the flip side, I would purchase like a Pepsi because they don't they have that exposure as well with restaurants and businesses, but they have a snack brand. They own Frito-Lay, which obviously when you're home and you're just sitting at home and you're watching movies and watching TV and you're doing this, you're snacking. So Frito-Lay has done you know is doing really well for them and that will help them offset some of the losses of of the Coke of the Pepsi product. Just you guys have to realize the most important thing is that this is a economic crisis brought on firstly by a health crisis. So it's not something where the banks just exploded like in 08 and all of a sudden you have millions and millions of people out of work. Keep in mind, there's still 40 million plus people out of work. Um, unemployment benefit, the additional $600 benefit is set to run out in 10 days or 11 days. So, and it does not look like Congress is on any kind of path to uh, offer more uh, yet, uh, even though they're talking about it, but I don't know, you know, that could be, there could be a lull in terms of when they, when they pass it through and, and when it hits consumers pockets. So the problem is when you take out, look, when you take out the additional $600, what happens, what really happens then is you're, you're, you're making 40% less in terms of your unemployment, those that are on unemployment. So consumer spending is going to fall off a cliff. 
So if nothing gets passed and this continues to happen and it, and it, and it does happen, then you will see it reflect in the market. So that's why right now I would not be buying anything that's super frothy. Um, you know, so I, uh, for example, like a Tesla or a zoom or, or something like that. Although zoom, you know, could still work in this environment up, up big today. Um, I'll give you a couple of names that I think, you know, are going to get hit and could be potential buys on any kind of dip. Um, I do like Uber in terms of, um, they bought Postmates, which is expensive for them, but I think they needed to do that. So they consolidates the number three and the number four players. So you won't see any antitrust issues. Stock is $33 and change. So it's somewhat towards the high. Um, but I do think that it can still make a run um, just simply because transportation is going to be very different. Are you going to want to ride a subway? Like, are you going to ride a bus? Are you going to want to ride public transportation? That's going to be different. So I think Uber could potentially benefit from that. Um, Uber Eats obviously is doing well given the given the environment. But as soon as people you know start going out to you know going back to work and things start opening up, then Uber Eats probably will suffer a little bit in terms of in terms of business. Um, I still continue to like Nike, you know, as a as a position as a core holding. I think that. They have brand recognition. They have a you know pristine balance sheet. You look at last quarter's numbers; or numbers were bad. Um, I think they said that they you know swung to a massive loss when they were supposed to get a gain. Uh, but people have to you have to you have to understand ninety percent of their stores were closed. So retail was closed in general for three months. So you, they weren't getting that. But their digital was up seventy five percent. So you have to understand when your stores are closed, you're not selling anything, and all that product at some point will need to be flushed out. So you're going to see massive sales, massive discounting. And that's what you're seeing on their website right now. So I think that's something that you, you know, want to take in consideration when you own the stock stocks around $95. It's a core holding. I don't, I don't see that stock going anywhere in terms of brand recognition. The only other at leisure type stock that I particularly like is Lululemon. Um, I personally like their clothing and I wear it and um, it's, the difference between Lulu and say Nike is uh, a couple of things. One is, so they got it right. Lulu got it with the, with, you know, they got through pants gate with the see-through pants and, and all that stuff. And, and they had a CEO change and all that stuff uh, that all, you know, they all got through that. Uh, you, have you been by their store? I mean, I don't, I realize that owning a mall centric store is kind of, you know, counterintuitive right now, but I don't know if you've seen like their stores just packed with, you know, 95% of their business comes from women, but I mean, it's their men's line is, is doing well. And there's some rumors, whisper rumors of a kid's line. They're doing really well in China. Um, so, uh, you know, it's had a crazy, crazy run. I remember looking at this stock when it was $36 during Pantgate, and it is now well over $300. Um, it's, you know, it's had a crazy run, but I, I do expect it to continue. Um, their digital digital sales is, is doing is doing very, very well. Um, it, it, the reality of it is that you're in a situation now where things are going to change and you have to be able to rationalize why you're buying something. Um, the purpose of you buying A stock versus B stock and vice versa. Um, People that tell you, 
you know, hey, there's a million Teslas on, on the street. You should buy Tesla. Well, understand that Tesla is a cult stock. They don't trade on numbers. It just trade. I mean, Elon Musk could tweet out something right now and the stock would be either up 100 or down, down 100. Um, so it's very different. So it's not, that's not, um, not, not one that I particularly care for because of the swings. Um, I do think that the cars are great. Um, but I don't think that the stock is justified to be, you know, $1,700 a share or whatever, you know, whatever it, it is. Today's close was 1658. Um, it was at $1,495 this morning at 630 in the morning. So in, in a matter of seven, six, seven hours, it's gone up, you know, $160, which is insane. But, uh, so you want to look at what you want to look at is things changing and who can kind of keep up with the change. Right. Uh, so the work at home plays Slack, uh, you know, Zoom, Microsoft, those companies will continue to do well um, because people are going to be working from home. I mean, that's going to be the new norm, people working from home. So those those type of companies will do well as a given that we're still in this situation. Now, when a vaccine comes out, that could change, you know, but the problem is coming out with a vaccine and inoculating the whole population is a completely different thing. There is a very big, like, argument of sides of people with one side doesn't want to vaccinate, the other side wants to vaccinate. So if you vaccinate, but then there's a bunch of other people that don't vaccinate and they get it. So it could still, in theory, still spread, right? So that's, you know, that's a concern, I think, at the end of the day. Um, but uh, we're not far, I believe, from a vaccine. There are multiple companies. I mean, you have to keep in mind, every company is working towards a vaccine. That's just globally. So I, I believe that we will have a vaccine, not by the end of 2020, but certainly by the end of 2021. Um. So, I mean, again, I think this is a great time to be in the market. If you're young, um, I suggest you do your research and not buy anything too crazy and make sure you're able to stomach the loss, the swings. Um, you don't want to get in a situation where, you know, uh, you wake up one morning and your margin called and, you know, you got to liquidate everything because you, you know, you made, you, you made some bad buys, you bought Hertz or you bought. JC Penny because you thought that they were going to go up because they're penny stocks. Look, the stocks are cheap for a reason. Let's just uh, let's kind of look at it what it is. Stocks are cheap for a reason, so it's 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 not cheap because it's you know oh yeah I can yeah you can buy more shares but you, you know it doesn't that doesn't it's not going to help you because you end just end up you get you you end up getting burned. Trust me, it's I've seen that many many times. Uh, another one that I've you know recommended in our private chat group is Peloton, and that's we've recommended that since it was in the th early 30s, maybe late mid 20s actually. Um, some of my some of my guys got in in the mid 20s. Um, stock is 65 today. Um, it's a tech stock, really trades like a tech stock. They're on subscription model. Um, I know Lulu bought mirrors, but this is a different game. They're 10 weeks right now from ordering a bike to getting one installed in your house. So their business is exploding. Um, it's expensive. You know, like they're, so, uh, you know, but 
what are gyms going to look like? I mean, are people going to still want to go back to gyms? Like in terms of, you know, what's the sanitary process? What's the process that gyms are going to do to uh, allow people? The problem with the gym model is it's an old model, right? It's a quantity model. So they make money on membership. So how many ever? So if you have 10 million members, it's obviously better than if you had 4 million members and there because everyone's got to pay what well, doesn't matter what price it is everyone's got to pay so that's going to hurt them because yeah you can have 40 percent capacity 50 percent capacity so you can't have everybody at some point people who have memberships that can't go are going to cancel their memberships okay and this is where like a peloton comes in uh where they're going to buy a bike and you know it's expensive four or five thousand dollars for a bike but you know they'll cut their membership and they'll bike at home and stuff like that. So I do believe that Peloton will be a benefactor of, of that um, kind of shift in, in thinking and rationale. I mean, it's just, it's, it's going to be different guys. I, 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 you know, I, I keep saying it and I, and I apologize for, for continuing to, to say, but it, it's going to be very different things, you know, things that, that you, you know, that you, uh, that you go to are going to be very different, are going to look different, going to feel different. Um, like I said, movie theaters, I don't see how movie theaters really realistically can stay in business. If, if I go to a movie theater and I sit next to somebody and they're coughing, I'm going to get up and leave. Like, doesn't matter when the, at what point in the movie, whether it's the beginning, the end, the middle, I'm going to leave. So that's just me. Um, I think it's going to be extremely difficult to lure back. The consumer behavior is essentially changed forever. When is someone going to want to get on a plane? Um, you know, airlines are hemorrhaging money. They're going to need another bailout. Uh, it's so, you know, be smart when you make your investment decisions and your and exp- don't just buy stuff, have a reasoning for buy stuff. And so this is kind of why, you know, I, I started this podcast is to give people a reason as to why to, the why behind the you know the what behind the why sort of so to speak as to why you know you should buy the stock so you can rationalize that um payment processing so the days of using cash are gone so you got to look at your your fintech play square which is at a massive run and we've been in that stock since it was 45 it is now 130 paypal um Visa, MasterCard, all going to be benefactors of this kind of like, you know, you know, coinless type payment system, touchless pay or whatnot, Apple Pay, Samsung Pay, whatever it may be. Um, so I think th- those are the companies that you want to go towards, so the companies that are innovating for a post-COVID uh, environment, whenever that is, because we're still... You know, people say, "Oh, yeah, we're kind of in the post-COVID." No, 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 we're still in the COVID environment. We're just in a different phase of that environment. So um, I hope that kind of clears up kind of what's going on as far as the way I see it and gives you kind of some suggestions. Big week this week, Microsoft reports on Friday, which I believe I've created, you know, excellent numbers. If you have some powder, I would certainly get into that. Um, Tesla reports on the 22nd, uh, Snap reports this week, uh, and uh, Chipotle reports this week. Um, you know, another one that I like is Chipotle. It's expensive, but they own their stores, um, killing it in, in digital and they're just, you know, they're doing everything right. So I do believe that that stock will continue to go up. Facebook, ladies and gentlemen, we talk about all the time. Stock was trading at 208 when all these advertisers pull out today. 
week and a half later, it's two forty-five. Um, their Disney pulled out, and they're their biggest ad spender in last year for twenty nineteen. Stock was up three thirty-nine this morning. It was down, but it it, it traded back up. There's nowhere for people to go that has that have this many eyeballs. They own Instagram. They own WhatsApp. They just have too many eyeballs for people to go away. Eight million of their customers are small businesses. It's so the Disney's and the Verizon's they could pull out, and it doesn't affect it doesn't affect um, their bottom line at all because eight million of their um, business advertising ad revenue is from small businesses. So their irrelevance, you know, I don't want to say that they don't want them back, but they will come back, uh, you know, and that's why Mark Zuckerberg is very, Hey, they're going to come back. And that's the truth. Um, the stock is at an all time high after several major companies have pulled out. So, um, just, you know, I hope, I, I, I hope this helps you guys. I hope you guys enjoy it. I enjoy doing it. I hope you guys understand, um, and I and I look forward to kind of going through this phase with you guys and helping you guys understand the importance of sound investing and 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 having a thesis in terms of what you're investing in. Thank you very much for paying attention. Uh, thank you very much for listening. And uh, there will be another one in the next uh, week or so, uh, and I will no- notify everybody. Thank you again.